0: So we've we've been really intentional about return to play. Um, but you know I would say you know there's there's an advantage to obviously a five-day isolation rather than a ten in terms of you know how your body can break down and, and forget how to be active. So, you know, at this point, you know, we, we still have some people ramping back up and we have we have some that are that are kind of full go and today was their first day of full go. Back to the voice of the National Championship Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. First year Baylor women's coach Nikki Collins, she and the Bears back in action tonight after a 10-day break for health and safety protocols. And they are, that's good music. Let's keep it going there. Uh, they're in Norman, Oklahoma to take on the OU Sooners this evening. Baylor number 14 in the nation, OU number 23 in the nation. Great matchup this evening. You can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas, beginning with the countdown to tip off at 530. Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm with the call, and Derek joins us now. Hey, Derek, happy new year. Uh, how you doing and appreciate your time.
1: Hey, John, happy new year to you. Uh, Doing well up here in Norman, just getting ready for the game. and It's always good to be on
0: with you. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. What's this break been like, and and how tough do you think it'll be, you know, coming back from a 10-day break?
1: You know, it sounds like all things considered, the way that the team has weathered a shutdown that no one wanted, they've been able to handle it well. uh, You just played that clip, Coach Nicky saying the five-day as opposed to 10-day break was good. No one had major symptoms, and it sounds like the practices have been spirited since coming back. You know, Monday was their first uh, full practice with everyone there, and it it went well. She liked the energy. You know, of course, they're going to have to watch the players and their stamina and coming back from this, but it sounds like so far so good, and, you know, I remember back, you know, for both the men and women last year, you saw that, you know, we all saw that up close last year that, there is a little bit of time to get your sea legs uh, back under you, if you will, in game action. And it's a good challenge tonight for for the Bears in trying to do that against a good Oklahoma team.
0: I don't know if uh, Coach you know, addressed this specifically at her press conference on Monday, but do you know, uh, is Baylor at full strength? Will they have everybody available tonight? Full strength. Good. Yep, full good.
1: strength. Everyone's available and ready to go.
0: Well, even at that, I mean, it's kind of short numbers, isn't it? Ten total, even when yeah. you're at full strength
1: yeah 10 total and and that was such a uh that was what was so tough in the Kansas State game the last game the team played 10 days ago is they went into Manhattan with just seven players and as it turns out now some of those seven were already begin we starting to begin to show symptoms uh, we're sick and the team just was so far from being at full strength um you know 10 players isn't a huge roster but it's what the team knows they're going to go to battle with and i think from the standpoint of you know, it kind of stinks having everyone sick at once just about, but the, the benefit is is it's not going to be a situation where, okay, in that Kansas State game we had three players out where every game it's like, well, who's who's sick this week? It's a, a case where, you know, barring injury, everyone's good to go.
0: Yeah, two first-year head coaches uh, going up against each other, two top 25 programs, and, uh, and, and four, Baylor uh, having to go on the road. It sure would have been nice, wouldn't it, if they come off this break and could have played a home game for their first game.
1: It it would have been, and it turns out now the way the schedule is played out with the changes, Baylor's first three Big Twelve games are all going to be on the road. I guess you can say they're pretty battle tested by the time they played their first game. But you're right; it would be nice to be back at home in Waco uh, to play the first game after a ten day layoff. But you know, it's an opportunity if the team can get a win tonight and, and play their best basketball. Uh, they have an opportunity to make a a big statement at the early part of the Big 12 season because Oklahoma, as you mentioned, they're ranked 23rd. They've been playing very well as of late. They're coming off of a win at Kansas. And the Big 12 is stronger across the board this year. And so I suppose you might as well play a tough game against a good team coming back from this. And it's a big opportunity tonight for the Bears to get a win against a top 25 team.
0: Wow. Uh, Oklahoma looks like uh, offense first man they are averaging just under 88 points per game second in the nation first in the league and they've got two great players don't they scoring at a really high level Taylor Robertson and Matty Williams
1: yeah that's right so they've got you know they've got what teams want you've got that great uh, you know front court front line player in Matty Williams averaging eighteen and a half points and then Taylor Robertson the three-point shooter averaging uh, just over 19 a game and you know, they play well together. They're veterans who have fed off of each other, talking to some people here today. They've just really, you know, developed as individuals, but also as a, as a duo, they know that they make each other better. And Taylor Robertson is just four threes away from tying Lori Kane's big 12 record, you know, a record that stood for uh, over 20 years. And she averages five, uh, three, made three points per three pointers per game, essentially just under five per game. So, Baylor would love to keep her below that average and keep her from getting the record tonight, but more than that, keep her from having that big kind of game that she's been used to because she's deadly from long range.
0: Wow, interesting. That's two. Uh, and Taylor Robertson has made more threes than any player in the country, so you know what you're up against there. Yes. Yeah. You know, what, what do you do? What do you do? You know, for a high, you know, high pace, high uh, scoring offense. What do you think the plan is defensively against them?
1: Well, you know, that, that's one thing that the team has, uh, you know, the team has played some strong defense uh, over the course of, of of this year. And, you know, Coach Nikki loves to mix, th- you know, she'll mix things up. And uh, I think for them, obviously, Baylor has good front court defenders in Queen Egbo, in Melissa Smith, and in, in Caitlin Bickle. And Maddie Williams will score points, but you like who Baylor's throwing up there uh, against her, uh, you know, in the paint and down low. The big thing is Robertson she will get loose that's what she does, but you got to stay tracked with her and make sure she doesn't get too many open threes because she uh you know it's not just that she uh leads the nation in threes she her percentage is almost fifty percent, oh, which wow. is absurd for the volume of shoot of uh of threes that she puts up so in quality and quantity she gets it done, and so that's gonna be the big thing is making sure she doesn't get open and uh you know I and mean, then you like I think what. Baylor has down low against uh, against Williams,
0: Derek. Uh, I know you saw the the reschedule release uh, making up those two games that Baylor missed over the past week uh, or over the past ten days. What, what do you think about the way that shakes out? I mean, it's going to be tough in any, any way, anywhere you put those games in. But what do you think about that? You know, it's it's uh, probably about as good as
1: anything you could hope for. You know, when you think about you know the almost basically two games per week schedule the Big Twelve has when you lose two games right off the bat, you know it's going to be compact in there somewhere. So it looks like there's a couple of stretches where the team will play four games in either seven or eight days, you know, depending on when you look at those windows, but it's going to be a lot of games in short notes. What stood out to me is Baylor's going to play Texas back-to-back games, um, you know, almost like an NBA right. kind of, uh, of schedule, NBA playoffs kind of schedule. Yeah if you will, when you look there at that first weekend in February. And that's going to be a challenge for both teams, but it's going to be kind of fascinating to see how uh, two good teams uh, battle against each other twice in in 48 hours. That's not something you really see uh, at the collegiate level too much, like a home-and-home in college basketball.
0: And then the same with TCU, right? They switched it around, so you play yeah, TCU back to back, also a
1: Wednesday and a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So that is that's odd. Gonna be, that's going to be right. That's going to be kind of fascinating to see how that plays out. And you know, this team played ten games in the month of November, so sh- they showed some early stamina. Um, play well in that stretch and you know obviously they're going to have to do that again because you look at the beginning of uh, of February the team is going to play seven games in the first 19 days of the month so you know they'll be well tested if they come through that stretch good and uh, ready to roll for March
0: hey uh, Derek Smith is with us live from Norman Baylor and OU women's basketball tonight the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just am curious uh, if you know the answer to this. There's a Jordan Mosier on the OU roster. Uh, Porter Mosier is the new men's basketball coach at OU. Uh, is there a relationship there?
1: There is. Yep, that's his daughter. Okay, okay, very um, she's good. A, uh, she's a walk-on on the team, as I understand it. And I have to verify that. That's my understanding, from talking to someone down here and um, – you know, it sounds like, you know, I think we've really enjoyed seeing here that relationship between Coach Drew and Coach Nicky um, since Coach Nikki was hired uh, in May, and it sounds like they've got something kind of similar, of course, with two new coaches here at Oklahoma in Porter Mosier and uh, Jenny Bronchek, but they have a good relationship, and I think part of that, you know, it helps that his daughter is on the team, but it sounds like they've got a nice deal going on where they're really talking about walking through this first year at Oklahoma together and you know, she's coaching the uh, men's coach's daughter, so there's even more of a relationship
0: there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. That's great. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we look forward to hearing you and Sophia on the air tonight. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while for you <laughs> and it's since the yeah, last December game 28th, you did. December
1: 28th. <laughs> oh, my gosh. January 2nd, or December 29th for me, and then yeah. January 2nd for Sophia. So wow, Ready man. to get back to it.
0: Ready to go. All right, we'll be tuned in this evening, Derek, and thanks for being on with us this afternoon.
1: Hey, thanks, John. I appreciate it. Have a great
0: broadcast. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That is Derek Smith. He and Sophia Young Malcolm will have the call tonight. Baylor and OU on the air at 530 with the countdown to tip off 6 p.m. Tip off tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.